0: I don't. I don't know what day it is where you are, but here, it's Monday o'clock, and we are I Do and I Don't Show Podcast Show. Yes, we are. And what is this show, Cat? It's a show where we... <laughs> she takes a breath to answer.
1: I tried.
0: It's a show where we answer intimate relationships advice. What kind of, what's an intimate relationship?
1: Well, any relationship in which you are cultivating intimacy, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a sexual nature, really.
0: Oftentimes, we'll talk about sex, but we'll also talk about like when someone um, has a hard time processing their anger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll talk about codependency.
1: Yes, we'll talk about equal distribution of
0: household tasks. Oh, yes. We'll talk about cooking. And, <laughs> and sometimes we talk about raising kids. We do. And um, these are a lot of these things. Some of them I have experience with. Most of them I don't. Cat mm-hmm. does have a variety of experiential uh, to experiences to <laughs> with which to dip her um, ladle? Buckle, buck, ladle into <laughs> the bucket of experience. Uh, never said better, and... uh,
1: (laughs) Joel's on fire today.
0: So we go through these questions that we receive anonymously from Mm -hmm. our listeners. That's right. And Kat weeds through them Mm -hmm. and then comes forth and and brings them to me. Uh, Kind of a bit of a guru at this point.
1: I, well, I don't know. Me? I know. I I don't know if we can (laughs) apply the word
0: guru. Okay, I will. Okay, so...
1: A, self, a self-proclaimed guru is yeah. always the best kind.
0: Yes. Well, what I guess other, do, other people do say someone is a guru. But do you think that most gurus start by being like, okay, I'm a, I'm a guru? I don't know. Like they...
1: I, how could you actually... Can you imagine being at a dinner party? Well, A, I know you can't. The whole thing <laughs> is over hate already. That, yeah. But uh, like meeting someone and they're like, ah, what do you do for a living? And the answer was, I'm a guru. Would you not, like...
0: They put the accent on? Yeah. I'm a guru.
1: I'm a guru. <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: kind of gu- what kind of guru? Uh, social media. <laughs> what? Yeah, want- I'm, a, I'm a social media guru.
1: I want to be... <laughs> I so badly want to be at that dinner party when that happens, because you will, what'd like...
0: What do you, you mean by that? Well, I, I, I do a lot of tweeting. I'm a guru.
1: <laughs> what other kinds of gurus could you be, like... I'm an
0: Instagram guru.
1: Instagram (laughs) guru. It just like, it it instantly is preposterous depending on what (laughs) you are specializing
0: in. But the the thing is that like, like I don't know if it's on Facebook or something, but there's, you can select guru as one of the titles of things. I'm doing this. Or on on YouTube, I think if you're some (laughs) kind of person, you're a makeup guru.
1: I'm an makeup guru. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, so we're gurus. Uh intimate relationship gurus and uh, we're gonna we're gonna answer your questions please send us your questions uh to i do and i don't show gmail.com and check us out on instagram and facebook at i do and i don't show
1: yeah and there's a link in our instagram bio as well that will show you exactly where to send your questions yes
0: please
1: so let's get right into it then shall we Mm -hmm. um okay question number one my partner and i are at an impasse Such a good word Mm. it's a pretty looking word too isn't it Mm -hmm. she wants an open relationship and i can't imagine being okay with that we've gone to couples counseling and it really hasn't helped we have children and a breakup would hugely impact their lives and the lives of everyone i love but the thought of my person being with another person sexually is so painful i know this may be an insoluble problem but i thought hearing your perspectives couldn't work Insoluble or insolvable? What? Couldn't hurt. What did I say? Work. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> Hearing your questions just couldn't work. <laughs>
1: it cannot work. We have lost all the words today. I think I need more water.
0: You're you're loving, you're like, oh, impasse, insoluble.
1: I know. Work.
0: My tongue. Uh, hurt. Hurt.
1: <laughs> My tongue was really working there. It was um,
0: the problem. You know what? This is interesting because I was thinking about something the other day. Uh, which is the idea, because we've talked about all sorts of different sexual um, things uh, like butt play. We've talked about the Japanese ropes you're obsessed with. We've talked about threesomes, how to do that. We've talked about straight up anal, you know. And we've been very liberal and open to most of. All of these ideas, like do whatever you want type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I sort of started thinking that like, it's also okay. And of course it's okay to be like, mm, I'm not comfortable with anal, but it's also okay to say, I'm not comfortable with an open relationship.
1: Uh-huh, of I'm
0: not open to threesomes. Um, any sort of gay experiences make me uncomfortable, you know, because it's your life. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to not. Be into that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that we, we we like sometimes we present this like it's best to be open. At least I felt that. Like I was just like, yeah, be open to try. You know, but at the same time, it's like, hey, look, if you really don't want to, don't. Yeah. Just don't bother.
1: Yeah, I I'm gonna be totally in alignment with that. Yeah, you're you.
0: you're allowed to be like. Very apprehensive to the point of going, these are boundaries. I don't even have to try it to know that I don't want to do it. Yeah,
1: and, you know, you should have that self-awareness, too. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, if you go along with something like this and it doesn't feel authentic to you, you're going to be living at odds with yourself. And then you're not going to be who you want to be in a relationship. Right. Um. I... When I first read this question, I thought of something that Esther Perel talks about. And if you don't know her, she's an amazing couples counselor who's quite famous all over the place now.
0: She has some good TED Talks. Check she's
1: amazing TED Talks. She's a beautiful podcast. It's fascinating listening to her. But she says that one of the failures of modern relationships is that we lean into our partner for everything that the village would have given us. Mm-hmm. And in recent months, I've really started to examine the difference in my relationships with my female friends, which are deeply intimate. They're not sexual, but we mm-hmm. are so deeply connected and it's such a emotionally rewarding support network. And then you know my my connection with some platonic male friends that I have and um, my relationship to my children, for example, I could never get all of those things from my intimate partner, right. However, in an intimate relationship, there are certain things that you should be able to get in a safe and secure way, and sexual experience is one of those.
0: It's, it's actually um, like not sort of taking this question into account for this statement, but in most relationships, I would say, and traditionally in monogamous relationships, I suppose, um, sex is the one thing you can't get anywhere else exactly it's almost everything else that you have with your partner is something that you can, like I can go for dinner with anyone
1: absolutely I can go yeah. to a
0: movie with anyone I can have anyone over to watch a movie like yeah. there's so much um, we can go I can go for a hike with someone else I can you know anything I can talk about whatever I want with someone else but as soon as you cross the sexual line mm-hmm. that's a no-go so yeah. that's the one area
1: it's I would say it's one of two areas what's the second one well I think that there's a degree of intimacy that comes from being sexually connected to a person because I mean there's a lot of things that we do to diminish the real nature of how we connect sexually but there is a rawness and a vulnerability inherent to sharing your body with somebody else Mm -hmm. that really touches on all of the places that you protect from most people in your life right and so when you're building a sexual and um committed partnership with someone you get intimate with them in a way that you don't with most people
0: exactly so. and and like talk about safety that you mentioned mm-hmm. i mean sex is a place that that safety is so important because you are often i mean it's a very tactile and sometimes in so intense physically you need that safety yeah right because there's room for you know sometimes there can be pain or something like that because you're really (laughs) banging hard, you know what I mean? You need to feel safe with that person to know that they're there for you Mm -hmm. and for your pleasure and they are not going to cross any lines, you know what I mean? So you have to feel that trust and security and that, of course, is going to, uh, I don't even know if that bleeds through to the rest of the the relationship or if the rest of the relationship supports that, what would you say?
1: I think that it can go either way. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a deeply connected, intimate bond where you feel secure in communicating your emotions, say, Mm -hmm. it's going to lend itself to really beautiful sexual experience. Right. Or, you know, I don't think it goes the other way, though. I think you can have a really interesting sexual dynamic and it doesn't always create uh, an intimate space in which emotion can be shared through, through communication or conversation. Right. Um... But, you know, as this person says that the partner wants to have an open relationship, I wonder if maybe she was looking or they were both looking at their partnership for too much, mm-hmm. um, too much that they should have satisfied in some ways for themselves or, you know, through other non-intimate, non-sexual relationships.
0: So you're saying the the solution to this might be to al- not even just allow, but to say, explore not more non-sexual relationships that could edify you Mm -hmm. outside of your relationship. Um, Don't just jump to the conclusion that you want to bang other people. Yeah.
1: Because if you, like if your partner is not fulfilling you for whatever reason, it's important to be really clear in understanding how you are not being fulfilled. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's just a matter of a certain sexual dynamic, well, I mean, that can be created. To some extent, if you are not connecting with your partner because you really have a hard time connecting intimately with anyone, you're going to want to look outside the relationship because you're going to feel like something's wrong with your chemistry when Mm. in fact it might just be your own fear of intimacy.
0: What about this dynamic of the, we talked about it, the Madonna and the whore before this Mm -hmm. idea that, um, you know, maybe one partner feels in the relationship, there's a certain sexual dynamic, which is wholesome. Yeah, I want to be able to be dirty and and get yeah crazy and 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 you know just like fuck for the sake of fucking yeah and I can't do that with you. Well, why not?
1: Exactly, why not? Can why? we
0: change the way we think about that?
1: Hundred percent. And you know, like me, and as you said, maybe that's just about taking some space from your partner and not, not literal, like not Mm -hmm. moving out, not separating, but just like focusing on your own interests. What are the things that you're passionate about? How can you create some mystery between the two of you? So you can kind of step into different energetic roles in the dynamic of your sexual relationship. Um, I think when we lose our sense of selves, that's when we start to feel bored where we are. I don't think it has anything to do with the other person that we're with necessarily. It's like, how are we tending to our own needs? If we find things are stagnant with them and we shift the focus to ourselves and start doing the things that we feel passionate about or spending time with other people who are fulfilling in a non-sexual way, how does that re-energize the relationship? Are we still bored with our partner? Is our partner doing the same? There has to be an agreement for both people to kind of take that space and then maybe come back through fresh lenses with each other.
0: Now, what if all that, doesn't work, and one of the partners is still like, "Yeah, I think I still want to go and have sex with other people." There's sort of a challenge here because if the answer is no, I don't feel comfortable with it. Hard mm-hmm. no, which is fine, right? Like we, again, we have to say that's it's okay to not want that, and yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I personally wouldn't be a do it.
1: Me either. Like, it would really bother me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a revelation I came into in the last week or so myself. You've done it. I have done it. I've but done it you casually. Know. I've done it in a committed relationship. And I think in a lot of ways, I never really wanted to do it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I did just this. Like, I kind of accepted that this was the reality, even though my needs had shifted and just kind of try to make peace with that. But then it doesn't, you, you can't make peace with it if it is at odds with what you value. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm working with a new therapist right now. And actually it was through a conversation with someone else that this question came up, which is like, have you kind of dismissed the notion of monogamy in some ways? And have you like really kind of created this sense in your head that no one will be monogamous long-term because you are too afraid to say that monogamy is actually what
0: you want? Mm. So it's like uh, I, I don't think people can be monogamous even though I truly in my yeah. deepest heart want monogamy yeah it's like when you make fun of yourself before someone else can right to some extent go like, oh, yeah you know, you can be i'm not enough go uh, sleep with other people you know or no
1: by saying like hey you know what uh i want a largely monogamous relationship but down the road we're going to get to this point where you know it's going to feel a little stale we're going to be attracted mm-hmm. to other people just come to me and talk to me about it right. first
0: oh so you preemptively say always a, a in every, that every relationship open. i'm
1: like hey mm-hmm. listen we have to have a talk about monogamy this is how i feel that's not how i feel yeah, I feel like I could be with someone for the rest of my life if they were, if we were both committed to tending to our relationship yeah. and to ourselves, and
0: being open in that. Yes. Place. Yeah,
1: I I feel very strongly that um, if I could be with someone who understood sexuality in the spiritual sense that I do, or was even open to trying to understand sexuality that way, I would probably never be bored.
0: You know, you're not alone. I, I in my <laughs> world of uh, dating, my experience in dating, the message is loud and clear. Everyone wants exclusive, monogamous relationships.
1: I don't know that everyone well, does. Every I had this woman conversation. I've ever
0: spoken. I had to, this conversation
1: with the father of my child, and he was like,
0: "Really? That's how you feel?" Oh, I'll tell. Actually, I'll tell you this. I've come across like, you know, you match these people, you talk to them like 99.9% want monogamous exclusive relationships of the people that match me. Okay. I don't know if there's (laughs) a large proponent of other people that are matching other guys and they're just like, oh yeah, we definitely want to bang all sorts of, but one person that I matched was like, yeah, I just want to have a bunch of different uh, sexual partners. I'm open to, I don't want to, but this wasn't a person that wanted to be in a relationship. Right. And then have about this was just a person that was wanting to sleep with pe- – had wanted casual sex. Right. So, like, I think that, like, okay, I haven't spoken to every single woman on the planet, but I think we can say the majority, the large majority
1: – Of women. Of women. But what about men? And this is where it got oh, yeah, dicey with men, my baby daddy. Because he was like, did you tell so-and-so that this is what you want? And I said, yes. And he said, well, how did he respond to that? Like, as if – Anything in the affirmative would have been preposterous.
0: Okay.
1: But I know you want a long term monogamous commitment if you're going to be in a relationship. Yeah. Right? So,
0: like, I think that, first of all, if all or most, I shouldn't say all, but most women want exclusive monogamous relationships, are they all just not getting them?
1: Yeah. It seems that way.
0: All men, I mean, they do say all men cheat, but, um, The thing is that, you know, men, I think for the, for, I bet the large majority of men don't want the woman they're with sleeping with other men. Right. Now to say that they don't want to sleep with other women, that's where it might all fall apart.
1: (laughs) But here's the thing. And again, like, I'm sorry to keep glorifying Esther Perel, but she really is amazing. Mm -hmm. She talks about monogamy as a practice. Like it's not just inherent to who we are. It's actually completely not natural for us as a species to be monogamous but we practice it like we make it a choice and it's something that we work on and like
0: and and you know what we like okay we don't have to um say which is the right or wrong way of doing things Mm -hmm. um but i will say you know because i think the argument might come through from what you just said where it's like it's not natural for us to be monogamous we we want to sleep with other people we want to do this we want to do that yeah but it's also a, a, the natural emotion that we feel is jealousy and yep. we are territorial we that's are, natural for sure. too
1: sometimes we feel like rage to the intensity that we could kill something Yeah. should we just do it probably not so
0: so so both things both things are real and natural in us we both want to sleep with every attractive person we see yeah. and, and we, we are very jealous and angry when, when other happens. person does that and by the way just to, for argument's sake we don't care that much for broccoli, but we love potato chips. Yes. Okay, so we can't trust our natural inclinations to be the right way to, to be.
1: You know what? I, I will totally agree with you on that.
0: So it, I'm not saying that it's wrong to be in an open relationship. No. But I'm also not saying that that's the way you should be because it's your natural inclination. No,
1: I totally agree. And I think, like, I know I know at least one or two couples who do have an open relationship and it works extremely well for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't define their ability to be committed to one another by who they do or do not sleep with. But they're in complete alignment in this vision and this idea. Like nobody had to be coerced or convinced. It was just like, well, this is kind of outside of my wheelhouse, but I'll try this because it sounds fascinating. And it just turned out to be a really good experiment. Now they have an extraordinarily high level of communication between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Like maybe one that is extremely rare in, in right. people in general
0: and probably really boring for a lot of people what East we have to it talk would be again. exhausting I think
1: for a lot of people <laughs> yeah, frankly like, I think that, too much
0: communication too much of a good thing
1: yeah there's a lot of people who definitely feel that way I am not one of those people yeah. I would like talk forever, Mm. which has really not worked in some relationships. I mean, it's
0: handy for the podcast, cat. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
1: But that's how I connect, you know, like that's how Mm. I create safety is being able to talk through things that are complex and difficult. And, you know, I can't change that about myself, nor do I want to. Nor should you. Exactly. So I think if you know in your heart of hearts that the notion of your partner with someone else is devastating to you, Mm. under no circumstances should you really even try.
0: So what happens, Cat? The relationship might have to come to an end.
1: It might very well.
0: So, are we willing to lose the other person for the sake of not having an open relationship, or do we sa- like sacrifice and live in that upsetting uh, open relationship plan to say to still be able to be with this person? Because it might boil down to that.
1: Of course. So you, if you. If you say no, if it's a hard boundary for you that you have no flexibility on, you could lose the person. Mm -hmm. The alternative, though, is losing yourself. And And the, the damage in that, I can tell you with experience, is far, far more extensive than recreating a different relationship with this person who you share children with, where you can still be connected and share the most beautiful parts of your life together. Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, renegotiating how things work with your in-laws who you were very close to. I can also say that it's entirely possible to still have beautiful relationships with these people who you were so deeply, intimately connected with. If you are in your own authenticity, if you can say, that's not for me. I don't want to hold you back. I love you. You got to live your life the way you do and I have to live my life the way I do.
0: I don't and by the way, you can say I don't want you to do that cuz I want everything to be the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Please don't. Can we work it out? Can we find another way of doing yeah, this?
1: But if they're in therapy and it's not working and this is still definitely the direction that partner wants to go in, I mean, they know that the writings on the wall.
0: <laughs> and and just to kind of double down on that, you know, you you're worried that you're going to lose them. I mean, the relationship will probably be... I mean, this happens, gets so damaged and there would be resentment and all that stuff. It's probably going to end anyway. <laughs>
1: I, and again, I can also, with experience, say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're just going to prolong it and go through a, a lot of pain. Yes. And then it's still not going to work. Yeah, out. and
1: you will have damaged the relationship between yeah. the two of you in a way that you to. And, and they, they will have,
0: it. like, the relationship, you know... Stick to your guns, mm-hmm. be true to yourself, and I think that that's man just a the theme that comes up in this podcast over and over again. Don't compromise.
1: It's so hard, though, Joel. And I know, like <laughs> offline, we talk sometimes in detail about my own personal life and yours to some extent, but yours is far more simple. And I'm yeah, because really I'm
0: just doing macrame.
1: Start, but well, <laughs> but like I see what you've created for yourself here, and I think it's very inspiring. As someone who has struggled so much in relationships, um. I think that even being able to admit to yourself what your truth is can be really difficult. Mm. I think having that self-awareness and understanding which of your values are not worth compromising is really hard. Uh, because it it hits us in that place of our self-worth, right? Like, am I worth it to and, say?
0: But uh, And then the fear of loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fear you go, of loss. If I stand my ground, I lose.
1: You could lose for sure. But you also gain. And that, that part is a given. It is most certain that if this relationship is not the one that's going to work, there will be others. Like there's other opportunity. Yeah. I think another thing that happens, and I can confess to being guilty of this too, is when you have done so much work with someone. To try to connect, to try to build a relationship, there's this crazy fear, and it's so selfish, but it's so true that you're going to step away because you know you're at your capacity and you've done all you can. And then the next person who comes along is going to be the one to reap the benefits of all of the shit you, that you, you have tried. <laughs>
0: you mentioned that the other day.
1: Yeah. And, like, I think that that's a real thing that people struggle against too. But and, I, I,
0: and I would I would wager that also that the whole thing where, you know, I bought this thing for $700 and it doesn't sound as good as the $20 one or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you go, no, it sounds better. I'm going to convince myself that that it sounds better. I put in the investment. (laughs) I paid for that. It's that buyer's remorse thing or whatever.
1: But the thing that we do have to remind ourselves, and this is weird perspective to gain when you're in the midst of this emotional turmoil, is that uh, all that work that you've been putting in, you've also been putting into yourself. So therefore, it stands to reason that whichever relationship you next find yourself in will inevitably be better you'll be more
0: aware. You can also reap the rewards. Exactly, yes. So uh, have that conversation and let them know what your true feelings are and don't back down and let the chips fall where they may. But there's also the beginning of our answer, which was a lot of great ideas where you can hopefully find ways to re-stimulate the relationship where uh, everybody can be satisfied. Mm -hmm. And uh, so good luck. With that. Yeah.
1: Question number two. My husband went away for two weeks on business, and when he was gone, I went out to a bar on my own, got wasted, and had sex with a random guy. We've never discussed polyamory or anything like that. Since he's been back, our sex life is better than ever.
0: <laughs> this is really uh, not going to bode well for the last uh, question. No.
1: He seems to have no idea anything happened, but I feel terrible, so guilty. I fluctuate between wanting to confess and worrying that doing this would be selfish because it would hurt him so badly. What should I
0: do? Kat, why is this woman, why is her sex life uh, going crazy right now? And she feels guilty, but, but that's not affecting, that's not, that's, that's not making the sex even worse. It's making the sex better. Mm-hmm. I have a secret? What's happening?
1: I don't think the guilt is making the sex better. No, it's not, I, think, but it's not, uh, I think it's ha- the experience of seeing herself through someone's fresh eyes.
0: Mm, she feels sexy again.
1: Yeah. Like okay. having a stranger be attracted and having this like carnal experience of very chemistry-driven sex. Mm,
0: animalistic.
1: Animalistic hedonistic, drunken, ridiculous, debaucherous, whatever, whatever words you want to attach to it, it's like, it, 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 re-injects that feeling, those like pheromones that kind of dissipate.
0: <laughs> it's like, if, if I hope that the girl that wrote the first question has turned off, or at least her husband doesn't listen to this because yeah. you like, see, babe, see, babe, this is what, I was this talking is what I'm talking about. about. Mm-hmm. Go bang someone else. We'll have greater sex. So she's. So what's the what's the question? I think she's struggling
1: with whether or not she should tell. She's fluctuating between wanting to confess and worrying that doing this would be selfish because it would hurt him so badly.
0: Well, I feel like I'm going to guess what your answer is, but you might surprise me. I feel like you think she should tell. No, I don't. Well, that's interesting because usually you're the one that's like, let's be honest.
1: Well, I mean. I don't know. It's hard, right? Like, I do think honesty and transparency is the way to go. Was this a one off?
0: Sounds like it. Sounds if, like it was like a crazy. Like, like, if it's
1: never gonna happen again, but, and then it's a slippery slope, right? Mm, like, once you've done she's this gotten a taste. and gotten away with it, for lack of a better term. <laughs> What's to stop you from doing it again? Mm. You know, like maybe this is a one night stand with someone you're not going to see again, but what happens the next time you're powerfully attracted to someone? Now, you know, you can go and do this and your husband's not going to be any the wiser. So like, to what end are you telling him? Are Mm -hmm. you telling him to relieve your own guilt? You know, you're not going to do it again. You just want to get this, this monkey off your back or whatever. Uh, I, I think that's,
0: you know I just don't. The fact of the so the the thing with this guilt is that that's definitely going to fade over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a question, and I, I think this is what you're kind of hinting at is a question of um, what that does to you and your own moral compass. Yeah. So the fact that you feel these feelings of guilt is your conscience and your morality saying no that w- you shouldn't have done that that wasn't right that yes. was that was wrong you know and then once those feelings fade if you were to go again as cats uh described um you maybe won't feel as guilty
1: yeah it, it you know or, it, or
0: you'll be like i know that these feelings will fade then they go and then like eventually you're you can bang anyone you want and you don't feel anything.
1: Yeah, if this becomes patterned behavior, then absolutely I think it should be addressed.
0: But then the, I think the question sort of, she's got to marry the first girl's <laughs> husband because <laughs> uh, he wants an open relationship and it sounds like... No, no, no.
1: His wife wants the open relationship.
0: Oh, really? That was mm. the guy in the first question. Yeah. I, I never
1: know. Yeah.
0: I never pay attention to that. But...
1: Actually, they didn't say wife; but they said partner. So okay, I don't, so we don't. We don't know. know period.
0: But uh, but either way, either way, have a lesbian relationship with that girl. She wants an open relationship. But the <laughs> the point is that uh, do you, what
1: do you think she should tell? Kay?
0: Well, <laughs> the thing is that you you know, as you say, get away with it. The guilt is going to fade. The, the the sex improved. The memory of that night is probably not going to be tarnished by anything right like how do you not go for more of that especially now if she has contact with this fun guy you know like these aren't easy things to like completely extricate yourself from
1: i know what i would want if i were the husband you'd want to know i would want to know but be, like, and here's where you're, this is the part where you tease me, but I would feel it. I would feel that something had happened.
0: He's probably like, I feel something's happened, but I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's possible. I would, I would have, I would for sure know something had happened actually. Mm. And then, you know, you'd go through that, well, I'm feeling anxious. And then they would dismiss you and make you feel like you're crazy. But then eventually you would find out and you would know you were right all along. So why didn't you just listen to your gut? Blah, blah, right, blah. Right, right, so that's right. what would happen for me. Well, you're, you're like, an intuitive. I am an, an intuit. Um, I think that it's just easier if someone tells me like this happens. Mm-hmm. And is it a deal breaker? I don't know. Like it depends on the relationship and where you're at and your stage of the relationship. You know,
0: and- I feel like if... I, I I feel like I probably in my heart would want to know because it would be upsetting to not be, aware, like to be, I don't want to be lied to. Yeah, like what if you found out down the road about yeah. it?
1: And then you'd be like, what? How many other times did this happen? But That's I the will, first thing you would think, But right? I will
0: also say, sure. But I will also say, and I, my question, I would to go, why? Like I'd, I'd also, it would end the relationship. I have no doubt. Yeah, I don't think I can. I don't think I can handle that. Like
1: cheating once done,
0: I yeah, over. I feel like I should. Well, hopefully, no one. I (laughs) they're like never tell Joel if you (laughs) ever bang someone, but um.
1: Well, I think if it's an early relationship and you're not like married with children, absolutely, that's done. Goodbye. (laughs) And uh, like I
0: have, like I have had a. It wasn't. I guess you wouldn't call it technically cheating, but it was cheating adjacent occur in a past relationship and I for a moment I was like oh let me see if I can get my head around this and then I just couldn't Mm -hmm. the jealousy and just the and in that case there was also a a feeling of some sort of betrayal and and it was kind of a message of like but so it's completely different than this this is really slapdash and there's not a lot I don't know what the message is of what she's done other than just like lust.
1: Yeah, it's not a kind of lustful and impulsive and just like, you know, one of those unfortunate moments that people have. See, these questions are difficult for me to answer objectively because I have never cheated Mm. and I can't, I just can't. Mm. Like I will sit my partner down and say, I am really attracted to someone else and then just like let it sit there like a turd on the table (laughs) because I can't. This
0: stinks. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it totally does, it does and like you know, that's never gone well. You never get the, <laughs> you never get the green light, go ahead to explore that attraction from anyone. Cause nobody can manage that. But
0: well, why don't you just, can you not be just attracted to someone else? And then, well, now you know you want to be monogamous. So what happens yeah. now when you uh, are attracted to someone else? The same just- thing that's
1: always happened. Like I have never acted on an attraction to someone else unless there was like total permissiveness. I've come very close.
0: But why don't you just like, oh, I'm attracted to someone else? Don't bother telling the other person. If you're if you're in a monogamous relationship, you're not going to. Yeah, I'm to not going follow. to act like, on it. And so why don't exactly. you just go? Mm, I'm not just, I don't need to mention it. I don't
1: need to mention it unless it gets like way out of hand.
0: Like for me, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. There's, you know, it's almost like I don't want to know. Even like people that. Uh, if things were more casual, I was like, I don't want to know and and I never want to know that you've slept with anyone else. I don't like it.
1: (laughs) Like even like past relationship history?
0: Well, I don't, I don't care to know. Get
1: in the details?
0: Yeah, like I don't, I'm not that interested in who you're with now or what that's like type of thing. Like I'm, that's just, you know, uh, it's not a conversation that I would typically have. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying. But yeah, so the, it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't like it. But in this case, I, I'm in a relationship. I I feel like in married theory, even. they're married.
1: Yeah, my husband went away for two weeks I, on business. Yeah,
0: I feel like I'd want to know. And, and I'd that would be it? Probably end it, yeah. Yeah, I, it's I just, would also
1: want to know. I probably wouldn't end it, but there would definitely be a therapist enlisted. Yeah. I I don't know maybe I like I can't even imagine being married at this point so (laughs) I don't know it was interesting though that my initial impulse was don't say anything about it Mm -hmm. like if you feel like it's not going to become patterned behavior but who the fuck has the self-awareness to identify when they're going to fall into pattern behavior
0: I feel like yeah. I have did to... heroin
1: once. It was amazing, but I'm so <laughs> you know over
0: what. It. I don't need any more heroin. I never I'm done with heroin. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm done. It was fine. You I don't need to try it again.
1: Declare a year long break from heroin. You on know, I Facebook. felt very
0: guilty trying this heroin, but you know what? The guilt has faded, and I remember that. What, Sweet, what is it they they say chasing the? I would I would also uh, for this person I would explore your own. Um, feelings regarding what you did mm-hmm. and uh you kind of what that's telling you about your moral compass and if you it, it, should that change is you know how do you feel about what you did um also
1: imagine your partner's position and like what you would want if the shoe was on the other foot mm-hmm. would you want them to tell you would you want them to just carry on and never do it again yeah. i can tell you though if you've done it once it's very entirely likely that you're gonna do it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sex is a. Uh, it's, it's like eating chips. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's like lay getting laid, get lays getting, getting laid, lays. but you're you not can't eat just one. Choke down just one hard chip. Oh man! A question numero thrice.
1: Number thrice. It's funny. I feel like you in you yourself might be an into it. I am an intuitive person, I'm pretty sure. But then,
0: you you know, I probably get it wrong sometimes. You started
1: talking about this at the top of the episode. And here we are. Uh, I'm a relatively new listener to the show and have appreciated your recent frank discussions about tips for performing oral sex on men and women. You're welcome. If you haven't already done so on an episode that I missed, can you do the same for anal sex? We have. But let's say... No one's listened to the whole podcast from start to finish.
0: So we're, we're already doing a repeat on anal.
1: A recap on anal. Did we do a full anal episode? Oh,
0: man. Kat, you got so I... technical with it. They
1: did? Oh, I don't even yeah. remember this. You
0: uh, you went into scientific detail, like you. Uh, first of all, oh wait, I'm I was... starting to
1: remember a conversation about anal douching coming
0: this was our, back here. This was our live, one of our live on Facebook episodes. Oh,
1: that's why I don't remember it
0: actually, because you were drunk during those. No,
1: I didn't like them. I didn't like doing them
0: because <laughs> there were other people around. Yeah, it was
1: fucking super distracting yeah. and having like all the other people commenting throughout.
0: Yeah. It was busy, but you um, were like, okay, well, what you would like to, you know, you, you kind of spoke to So there's video
1: footage of me on the internet talking about anal anal and graphic details. I think you even like
0: had your fingers and you were pushing them through a (laughs) hole in the other hand.
1: Of course I was. Okay.
0: (laughs) That might not have happened, but.
1: Um, My mother must be so proud of me. Um, All right. Well, like, should we do like a little Recap and sure. Anal recap? So,
0: anal. So, this person is just um, talking about anal in general. Let Let's like. I don't know if we've s- spoken to this specifically or or um, <laughs> uh, that that sweet sweet analingus. Have we talked about? We have that not much? talked
1: about analingus.
0: I feel like maybe we to keep it interesting. We should start there. What are your thoughts on that? Receiving and giving. Uh,
1: like from a personal perspective. Or just in general as a thing. Uh,
0: Well, uh, what else can you speak from?
1: My own personal (laughs) vantage point, I guess. Like, okay. Again, this is like one of those acts that is not just out there for whomever happens along.
0: Not everyone's going to necessarily enjoy it. Like, for instance, do you have a sensitive butthole cat? Jesus Christ, Joel. (laughs)
1: Everyone does, and okay. and that's why okay. right. I think way some to, people
0: way to, way to generalize. Absolutely,
1: it. everyone has a sensitive butthole, but like the sensitivity can either be pleasurable or completely off-putting. Mm. So,
0: can I ask you this? Mm. Would you rather?
1: <laughs> oh, are we going to play? Would you rather? <laughs> no. Yes, let's do a, that in well, answer to this question. This is how we're going to tackle it because we've already delved into this.
0: Can I ask you? Would you rather that like they're neither of them are necessarily bad. Like, you know how would you rather is usually two bad things yes. you have to d- debate?
1: Yeah, we can do our own variation. This is
0: this is a would you rather, would you rather lick a girl's butthole or a boy's butthole?
1: Does the boy have a hairy ass? I,
0: I like, what boy doesn't have a generally hairy, he might, like, trim some, but guys are going to have hairy butts.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I guess a girl's. However, if I was with a guy who's really into it, uh-huh. I would probably soldier through somehow. Soldier through somehow <laughs> through the fur. Okay. Forest. Okay.
0: Through, but you're like, the act itself isn't. How soldiering do you feel too. about
1: analingus, Joel?
0: Generally, buttholes are sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it. I think, and and I I've spoken to this before with uh. Girls that wanted to get their wanted to fool around with their guys' buttholes and they're all nervous and stuff like that. I think you're doing yourself a disservice by not letting somebody uh, travel a little further south than they're used to, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's uh, you know it can be a great time. But I'll tell you this:
1: (laughs) What will you tell me, Joel?
0: I don't find that there's like. A welcome, a, a welcoming, or uh, an enthusiastic sort of response to uh, doing that with uh, the with girls, and I wonder why that is. What do you mean? Like I haven't had somebody be so excited that their buttholes being licked or mm. fool, fooled around with.
1: Okay,
0: but you know, okay, so you really like it because you're. <laughs> you're surprised by this
1: oh what that's a reaction that a person can have
0: like i haven't i haven't had like Mm. yeah this is fantastic like when you're doing other things like the 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 butthole is you know just uh, i mean
1: it's 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 complicated terrain right Mm -hmm. like there's a certain degree of apprehension that comes with playing in that particular region of the body. And like, unless you've done a lot of energetic prep work thinking that it's going to happen, there's a bit of an unknown element. So for me, like if we're going to get personal, I am not averse to exploring in that area, either giving or receiving, but it's usually with someone who I've built a great deal of comfort with
0: first. Mm-hmm. For your mouth, but putting a penis down there probably less. No, comfort. no, both, both
1: actually. Cause to me again, it's like, You need to be really relaxed in order to appreciate what happens in that area. definitely
0: to receive Mm -hmm. the the full uh, McCoy, as it were. Yes. Um, I wonder if there's an apprehension about anything going on there, a thumb massage or a tongue, because the idea is, uh uh-oh, is he going to now expect that the uh, penis can go in? Yes. Is this all leading to that? Absolutely. Am I allowed to enjoy this exclusively? Without Without having having to go next
1: level. I think that is probably very accurate.
0: Yeah. So I feel like if if to answer this person's question, um, or at least to speak to anal, a good place to start is you can be in that area and you should, and and I'm going to start doing this. Um, You should be explicit in that you don't need to go the whole hog. Yeah. Pun intended. Um, You can just play around in that area, you know, put a little finger in or whatever. So how would
1: you broach that? Would you just say, like, I want to explore a little bit, but stop me when you feel uncomfortable? Well, it's kind of like the idea
0: that, like, look, you know, right now you're giving me a little bit of uh, pushback on the idea of licking your butthole.
1: (laughs) This is how you would speak in this moment? Listen. I,
0: I probably, I don't know if we're... Like, it, I probably will do it with a little bit of more humor or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea will be you're, 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 I get you're apprehensive about like playing with a butthole. Cause you, a lot of the time you're going, you hear, I don't want anything around my butthole. Okay. Like, I don't want to, don't touch, you know, like, whatever. But it's like, hey, hey, well, wait, hold on a second. You don't know, you might enjoy a little bit of a tongue down there. Mm-hmm. And don't think that just because you enjoy, a tongue down there. So this is a
1: conversation that's happening before sex, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah, you're you. Not I thought like, you were
1: talking about in the midst You're not of like
0: it. licking her vagina and then going, I'm going to lick your asshole now. <laughs> well, I don't really want anything around there. Look, it's, I'm not putting my dick in there. <laughs> I'm just licking it. You might really like that. No, it's, it's probably, Frankly, I would
1: be delighted with that kind of candor <laughs> in a sexual interaction. Personally, I wouldn't, like, But like,
0: like I, to be honest with you, I'd probably just like, Move my tongue slowly towards the area and see if there's some resistance. You know. And yeah. if there is, go, by the way, you know, you might, ah, yeah, I just don't know if I feel uncomfortable. It's like, okay, I won't do it. But just mm-hmm. so you know, it, this doesn't mean that it's going to lead to anal. Yeah. You just might like a little bit of stimulation there because it's a, a very sensitive area. Yeah. You know, maybe they think it's disgusting. Stay away from that, you know, area. It's like, okay. But but you're well (laughs) you're you're showered you're clean Uh you know and that butthole's really cute (laughs)
1: It's cute it's winking at me
0: it's adorable oh Oh, wow so i feel like that that can be uh one idea but then so let's get into this uh anal thing and we don't have to get too technical because you've already sort of done yeah find
1: find our facebook page and watch I don't. I don't even remember what episode. I don't know what episode
0: it was, but it's also on iTunes as well. It's one of the one of our episodes. But um,
1: so yeah, I mean, I guess a good way to
0: start is um, get some toys.
1: Well, I would start with finger play actually, and just mm-hmm. as you said, like mouth play, finger play. Uh, Have everyone shower first just so everybody's feeling comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Do not cross-contaminate. I don't know if we said this in the last episode. Oh, yeah. You don't want to
0: bang the butthole and then bang the vagina. Yeah, you
1: don't want to introduce any bacteria from the rectal area into the vaginal area.
0: No (laughs) cross-contamination.
1: Yeah, so then when you graduate from fingers, you can move on to plugs. Plugs Mm -hmm. are fun to play with. Mm -hmm. I had... An experience of someone like masterfully inserting a plug once and that. What's was, that mean? It was just so careful and slow and deliberate. Like it was bananas.
0: Mm. Yeah. There is also like, I mean, when you're leading up to uh actually engaging in anal sex, and I don't even know if this has to happen in that session, but you can put a butt plug in and, you know, be fucking her vagina and kind of playing with the butt mm-hmm. plug or yep. just having it there. And that's going to add a lot of stimulation for her. And you can kind of also feel it through her anus, I suppose. And and that's kind of like an experience all on its own. Absolutely. You don't even have to like then take it and, you know, you're just, it's kind of like, I don't know also a fun little thing i suppose
1: yeah there's a lot of sensation happening in that situation Mm -hmm. um yeah and then if you do still want to graduate beyond a plug then just make sure you have a really good lube yeah and take it easy go slow there are certain positions in which it can be really difficult like what uh well it's different for everyone right Right. depending on your physiology
0: so experiment is is doggy style the easiest i would say so yeah yeah and one thing that I believe I've heard people say like uh and by the way, I don't have a lot of experience with it, but um mom, but uh <laughs> <laughs> but you you kind of want to put the penis in as Kat says, very slowly and maybe even stopping every now and again. Mm-hmm. And then you know if you've got most of it in there, or at least however much is probably going to go in, um, depending on your size, take a moment to let the asshole sort of climatize. Adjust, yeah, yeah. So just pause.
1: Yep, pause.
0: And then when you give it a little bit of time, then you can start moving. It's like not you don't
1: drive the car in the winter time right away.
0: Yeah, I mean that. That's been disproven. You can start driving your car in the winterway. <laughs> but <laughs> but as a metaphor, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I've driven a lot less cars in the winter than you wanna drive huh? you wanna dr-
0: drive the <laughs> I've uh ass fucked a lot more. Um you wanna drive it in the garage, just the hood, back it out a little bit, and drive a bit more yeah. in anyway. Yeah. But yeah, pause for a moment, just let let it get used to your presence there, mm-hmm. and then I would say you can thrust slowly. Yeah, start slow
1: up. with the thrusting.
0: I don't think you're ever gonna really haul off and bang an asshole.
1: Well, I never say depends never. who
0: you're with. I mean, <laughs> I guess it can, but
1: again, like you said, it depends on physiology, right?
0: But I, I yeah, and I think you should also, but you got to be careful yes gotta be careful with that little butthole and be very aware of the cues yeah
1: you should get a lot of feedback from your partner if your partner is the kind of person who can't feed back to you when things are okay or not then don't
0: but definitely (laughs) definitely um try coming deep in an asshole (laughs) because uh that's gonna be something to experience (laughs)
1: And for your partner, they'll be experiencing it for a good chunk of the day after
0: that. Why did I do that? <laughs> because we
1: were all thinking it. <laughs> wow. Did I
0: shart? No, you you cumarted.
1: Cumarted.
0: Cmarted. Cmart. Oh, I am no. so cmart.
1: Oh God! We have um, to think of a name for that. There's yeah. got to be a name for that. Urban yeah. Dictionary must have something. <laughs> But it's a thing. And now if anyone still wants to try anal after this conversation, kudos to you. You know what
0: felching is? Yes, mm. I do. An anal felch. That'll solve that problem. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah. But uh, yeah, that's
1: the name of this episode. But, but yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, it, 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 it can be a rip-roaring great time.
1: Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think one of the reasons for that is not just because of all the nerve endings in the butthole itself, but also because, as we know, for women in particular, the pelvic region is like the root of the entire clitoral nerve bundle, Mm -hmm. right? So there's like sensation that connects to the clit from that area, too. Uh, And then for men, because we didn't get into pegging, that's a whole thing we kind of skipped over, didn't Mm we? Mm -hmm. Pegging. Mm. Ladies, or gentlemen, you can also peg peg your. We, I
0: think we have spoken to pegging a little bit in the past. Why
1: have I forgotten all I of this? I don't know. I think it's we so have mentioned it,
0: and I, I'm sure well, we I said are that like and...
1: forty four episodes deep at this point. So
0: yeah you you can you're you can feel free to forget some stuff, but I don't I don't want to be pegged. Like, I'll say that. No, I've never
1: pegged someone.
0: That's, that's like, ugh. I'm not sure that
1: I could, to be, like, totally frank and honest. I don't know that I could do that.
0: It just might be, what, a little strange?
1: It just does not sit within my wheelhouse of comfort. But I guess, like, I'm not going to say never, because I think if my partner came to me and was like, I really want to try this, I would probably be game to try it Mm -hmm. and just see how it is. And then if they really enjoyed it, it would be entirely likely that I'd be okay with it. Right. Just like I, I'm so. This is a true confessions time. I'm so ridiculously rooted in my uh, sense of the very traditional masculine and feminine yeah, within like my sexual dynamic. Di- yes, thank yeah, you. My yeah. sexual dynamic is very much like, yeah. So yeah. it might be a little
0: old school, weird, or
1: whatever for me to confess this because people are a lot more expansive in their thinking about sex these days. But
0: yeah. yeah. Well, but that's yeah. You know. Yeah, you would be—you'd be, you'd feel weird dominating someone like that.
1: Like I can sit on top of a dick and be real happy yeah. about that, but I don't know
0: that. Well, I what can happens if he domination? sits on top of the dildo you're wearing? So he still is in control. And just
1: I can't th- imagine this in my life.
0: This is one thing that I'd like to do, um, and you tell me if you've experienced this. Um, you tell our listeners if they've experienced this. I'd like to do some anal penetration. But then have a vibrating dildo and be putting that, like, stimulating mm-hmm. her vagina with that, and uh, I, I feel like that could be a lot of sensation for yeah. That a, sounds a like crow. a good time. And then it would also vibrate my penis inside her butthole.
1: Yeah, everyone's vibrating. It and sounds happy. like it'd
0: be a lovely little uh, little experience.
1: Mm-hmm. There's no end to the fun you can have with the various orifices of your body.
0: You've done that one. Uh, see that's worth a try um bucket list yeah everybody oh you know i had it i have a great no actually you know i should keep that one to myself anyway that's our episode i had a great idea for the Conolingus episode i should have mentioned but i'm not gonna i'm I'm gonna save it
1: save it for the live show yeah the anniversary celebration
0: number 50 oh my goodness we've almost we're getting we're heading towards 50 episodes and folks we still need your questions and i know you have them so send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com or go to instagram.com slash I do and I don't show and follow the links to uh, find how to send in your question or just DM the I do and I don't show uh, thingy yeah. follow cat and I we're linked on the I do and I don't show thing you know just get get involved folks <laughs> Show up. Show up and give us some feedback on our episodes. This is what we've been, uh, we've, we've been interested in, some feedback lately, so we can maybe do a feedback episode. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully you learned a lot. And uh, one last thing, you got to rake your leaves. Okay, we're heading into fall. Rake your leaves. They're going to kill the grass if you don't.